0: Hello, everyone. This is Aurus Julia Sanchez with Converse With Anyone, Anywhere. And I'm here with my amazing co-host, Aliza Abramson. Hi, guys. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's having a great day. So t- on today's podcast, on today's episode, we're actually going to be conversing of another question. Basically... This conversation starter is amazing. I've used it many times. I think Elisa's used it before as well.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, we we've definitely have used it. Now we're gonna assume mm-hmm. that you're asking this question after you build some rapport. Because it is more of a bold question. It's not a bad question, but it's a bold question. And definitely not for the beginning, beginning. Definitely more for intermediate or towards the end of a conversation mm-hmm. uh, be, before you leave. Am I right?
1: Yeah, definitely. When you ask questions that are a little bit more intense, you kind of want to ease it into that. Ease it into the conversation. Like You want to build that rapport, get the person comfortable first, and then you can throw the bomb on them.
0: Exactly, the bomb. So today's bomb, or today's question, today's bold question that you will be asking people and we are going to be telling you what you can find out, what information you can find out indirectly about them is this. Who, which person has had the most impact on you and has inspired you in your life? Exactly. Very bold question.
1: Definitely. But the reason why it's so bold, it's not so clear because you might see that and be like, oh, whatever, it's just a question. When people talk about... um, had the most effect on them or who has inspired them the most they kind of let you into who they are a little bit and it's a bit of a private question so when you say like throwing the bomb or bold mm-hmm. question we're talking about questions that are um a little bit more intimate, a little bit more personal.
0: More personal. That That's the thing. Yeah, because I don't think we're offending anyone by asking no. this question. No, no. But it's more personal. And when you get into a more personal realm, mm-hmm. a lot of times people's inner guard can go off. They can get a little scared, a right. little insecure, and they might want to back off a little bit.
1: Exactly. And they might even come at you a little bit like, Who, what What do you mean? Why are you asking me that?
0: Exactly. I was about to say, like, why are you asking me this question? Like, What are you trying to find out? And once, once someone starts uh, telling you these things, you know you, you've hit a string. You know that you've hit their inner garden. You maybe you should back off a little bit mm-hmm. or try to find an alternate to maybe try to find another way to speak to them or ask them the question. But basically, when I ask this question, Aliza, mm-hmm. and everyone who's, who's listening, when I do it, I'm always thinking of two things. I divide their answer into two things and which category falls under it, right? Because either people are going to say a family member, mm-hmm. so someone in their family, Either distant family members or close relative or number two someone completely far away from their family now once I see their answer let's say they say their mom their dad their cousin their aunt whatever but let's just say it's a family member then not that I assume but most likely This person has a close relationship with the family, you know, they love each other. Maybe this person was raised in a way that family was such an important concept in their culture. Mm -hmm. Or or it could even be the opposite, where a lot of times there's big families, but they're so distant. But it's always that one or two family members that are closest to you and you remember that and you treasure that and you love them forever, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I'm thinking that, okay, if it's a family member, how close are they? Mm, It must be a very big concept in their their culture, in their lives. Family, they're always there for them, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if it's someone completely different, someone that's not their family member, right? Now I'm thinking, okay, why didn't this person mention their family? Because family is supposed to be close, supposed to be helping you out, supposed to inspire you, you know, quote unquote. So was there an argument? Was there a fight in the past? Maybe maybe, uh, this family... This person and their family members, it's easy for them to keep grudges. They haven't haven't spoken in years. I've seen this many times where someone will mention someone completely different and it's because their family, there's some feud Mm -hmm. or there's some bad blood in there. Or just maybe the parents or the family members. Not that they were bad, but they just weren't the best parents, or they weren't the best educators, or they weren't too close to them, and so forth. As as we continue, so I'm always seeing what category do they fall under. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Like what what do, what do you think about that?
1: It's a very interesting point, and I think that you're spot on with. Um, that most people would assume that it should be someone who's close to you that has the most effect on you, like someone that you see every day, someone that's personally involved in your life a lot. Um, and just, like, building on your point as well, you can also kind of see, like, perhaps it wasn't a fight that caused them to say someone completely different in their life. Um, but maybe they kind of take their family for granted a little bit. Maybe mm. this is a person who doesn't necessarily... Um, I think
0: about that.
1: They don't necessarily... See their, va- their family as valuable as they might be. So it could be that as well. So there's a lot of different elements that you can pull apart from where, what they say about whether or not it's a family member or it is. Um, but you know what's interesting? What? What I've noticed in general about um, how we answer these questions is you generally go for the actual content of what the people answer. Um, for me, I don't, I don't trust the content of what people say because Mm -hmm. i think that people like to believe that they are different than they actually are so for example someone might think oh i'd love this person to be the person that influences me the most and Mm -hmm. they'll rationalize in their head that that's the person that's the person that they'll tell you but for me that's too easy to change manipulate things like that so i like to look more at like what they're saying between the lines, like how long it takes them to answer, where they're looking when they answer, um, what is their vocabulary that they use when they answer rather than the actual content. So for this particular question of who's inspired you the most, the first step I always check is, okay, how long did it take this person to answer? Okay. So like, let's play this out. Like, ask me a um, question and then I'm going to play out one scenario and I want you to tell me what you feel just from the time that it took me to answer.
0: Okay, here goes. So Lisa, um so blah 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 blah, we're talking we're talking and now, so Lisa, I'm just curious, who which person in your life has really like have had has had an impact and has inspired you in your life?
1: Oh wow, who's inspired me the most? Yes. Oh my gosh, there's so many people. I mean like there's my mom, she's incredible. She like gets up every morning, she makes breakfast for, but you know, there's also my first grade teacher, they had a huge impact on me. Okay. Um there's also you know it's crazy, my manicurist what? also You're a manicurist. She, yeah, she's had a huge impact. She's wow. the the wisest person I know. I, I don't even know how I would pick. There are so many people. Okay. So based off of that answer, what are you what feeling are you getting from me?
0: So the feeling I'm getting is that you're very open-minded, mm-hmm. you're willing to learn from other people, and that it didn't take you it did not take you long at all. Like you immediately had a bunch of names that came came to mind. Because all these people, you find value in them, family members and non-family members, that were able to, that were able to help you out in your life. That's what I'm getting from you.
1: Exactly. Um, when someone is able to just start spouting a list of people and they get kind of excited about the question, that shows that they, they really do appreciate the people around them in their lives. Um, and they're excited to tell you about these amazing people. Because when you're excited about something, you want to tell people about it. Um, but just building on that as well is you can look at the variety Of people that they offer in this type of list or if it's all the same if they offer people that are all like super along the same theme like let's say they say their teacher their professor the librarian all education people then they really value education and that's where they put their primary focus whereas if they put only family members they really put their focus on family members so that's one scenario let's do it again because I have another scenario that I want to show
0: you okay ready we're conversing. We're conversing. Mm-hmm. So, Lisa, I'm just curious. Which person has had a huge impact in your life? Like who? Like who's inspired you?
1: Inspired me?
0: Yes, inspired you.
1: Um. I mean, like.
0: Inspire you? Do you know what the word means?
1: Yeah, I know what it means. Uh, I know what I'm. I'm just thinking.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh, I I, was I apologize. Me. I'm sorry. Um. A little slow.
1: I don't know. Like a tough question you know like that's a little personal Mm, okay um like you know beyonce is super inspiring to me like her message about like like that lemonade stuff that was super inspiring um okay yeah you know i you know what nature nature really inspires me
0: wow you're really on a roll now
1: yeah i mean um like i like to um wow I like to get inspiration from everywhere, man. You know, like you just walk down the street and inspiration is everywhere.
0: Oh, I'm a ratatouille. <laughs>
1: but okay, what's the feeling you're getting from this person? <laughs> oh my person? God,
0: you are uh, empty-minded and you have air in your hand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, the point is like, you don't even know where to begin mm-hmm. because you probably don't even know who, who, who's inspired you. You're just spouting and saying random names now of people that inspire a lot of people. But you're saying that it, it inspires you. But most likely they really don't.
1: So this person is actually a bit of a trickster. So they could either from my experience, be this that vapid person that just is not inspired. And they're just kind of focused on living day to day to day to day. Um, or there's someone that just isn't ready to answer that question to you yet. They just don't want to get that personal with you yet. But they don't want to let you know that they're not willing to get that personal with you yet. So they're trying to just give you a fluff answer. So it could be one of those two situations.
0: I think that happens a lot because you haven't built rapport. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think they've built rapport because the person is nice. Right. But just because someone's nice, it doesn't mean you've built the the right amount of rapport to then ask such an intense, personal, bold question, however you want to say it. Now, you said something interesting earlier, right? that I go a lot for the content and you go and you go and you look at it from different perspectives. I think it's good to look at it at different perspectives and to get a little bit of both.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: But the reason why I always look at the content is because of this. The way I'm looking at it and the way it's worked for me Mm -hmm. is what happens is that I really trust the process of building rapport. Every day I'm trying to perfect a little bit by little, right? And and hone that skill. Mm -hmm. When one really hones the skill of building rapport people's inner guard goes down, and you catch them off guard. At the end, they're like, there's something about him or her. I really like that person. Why? It's because you've built rapport with them, and you, know, they, they, you know, they, they might say, oh, this person is just cool, or they're nice people, or they're easy to talk to. It could be that those are branches, but it's because you build rapport the right way. And when you build rapport the right way, and you do that for with, with a certain type of momentum, then when you ask a bomb question like this, it is Now, of course, people can always trick you, it's true, but there's other signs and, and, and there's, there's other ways that you can tell if they're really telling the truth or not, which will be for another podcast episode. But uh, mm-hmm. the point is that um, when you build that, their inner guard goes down. Once their inner guard goes down, you throw this question, most likely mm-hmm. they're going to answer you with the honest truth. Now, of course, you always got to take it with a grain of salt because sometimes certain details can be confabulation, can be made-up stuff. Hey, confabulation. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) big words here. But honestly, when you've done that, people most likely will be honest. People normally lie because either there's fear Mm -hmm. not to really get people in trouble or not to get themselves so they they don't want to deal with the hassle. Or what's, what's that word when people are just automatic liars or they lie all the time? Oh. What's the oh. word? Oh,
1: there's a word. It's not
0: klepto. Klepto is someone who steals. Um. A oh, compulsive liar. Weird. Well, it's a compulsive liar. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. A compulsive liar, right? Mhm. Then there's certain reasons why people lie. Mm-hmm. But if they're not in those circumstances, mm-hmm. then what's the point of lying? And when you build the rapport, they feel comfortable with you. Comfortable. But I do like your perspective as well.
1: So two things in response to that. I didn't think of the whole – the fact that there is that art to building rapport to draw out the truth from people. And you're right. If you have the skill to do that, that's great. True. Um, and, but it does take skill. Um, yes. My thing isn't so much that the person is going to lie to you on purpose, actually. It's that they personally think that – like, for example, like let's say I want to believe that I am the smartest person in the world, Right. I'm going to go around and tell everyone That I'm the smartest person in the world And I'm going to act like I'm the smartest person in the world But if deep down I know I'm not the smartest person in the world But I don't know it like um, Consciously I'm not going to be able to verbalize that to you. And I won't think that I'm lying, but I'll still be lying. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense, yeah. So what I'm saying, it it's not saying the opposite of what you're saying. I'm saying like, yes, listen to their content 100% still. Like what you're saying has 100% value. And people, you should all be listening to Aorusi has amazing content. Um, what I'm saying is in addition... Watch their body language and see if it matches up with their content. Mm. Because if their body language and all those like um, little sideways ways people tell you what they're really feeling matches up and is consistent, then what the person is saying is actually what's going on in their heart. It's not just what they want to be going on in their heart. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does make sense. That's very good. That's very good stuff.
1: Um, but you actually um, made a point earlier about building that rapport um, to Uh, know when it's the proper time to ask that big bomb of a question what are some signs that we could give the listeners for um when someone is ready to hear that type of question do you think
0: wait so you're asking me basically to quickly say like a couple tips on how how can i tell Mm -hmm. the person that come conversing with someone else how can i tell that they're ready to what what
1: they're ready to handle that type of question, like when you can ask them a deeper question. Or we can make it for another podcast if you want, but um, like, I'm just curious. Like, What is your perspective on like, how to know when you can ask these questions and when you should hold off a little bit?
0: So I'll give you one sign. I don't want to give all of them now, but I'll give you one sign that I always look for. And trust me, when you've built the right amount of rapport with them, mm-hmm. right, 99.9% of the time, you will hear this. Here it goes. You build rapport, you build rapport. Out of nowhere, during a conversation, the person tells you, listen, I'm going to tell you something, but a lot of people don't really know about this. Mm. Or a lot of people don't know, or or like, you know, my friends don't know about this, but but you're cool and I trust you. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. When they start saying, when they start trusting you and and they're going to tell you like a secret or something that happened to them recently and they really haven't told anyone, or not a lot of people know about it. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that now this person trusts you 100%. No. But it's a very good sign that now mm-hmm. this person is ready to open up to you little by little and more than before or to even to other people. And when I build rapport, I have heard this line over and over and over and over. When, you've, when you hone that skill, because building rapport, it's an art, but it's also a science. There's a science to it. Mm -hmm. but it's also an art so it's a it's a mix of both when you start to hear this now that you're on the right track to ask deeper questions because now this person's inner guard their gate is starting to lower they have pressed the button to lower the gate and to have you come in so that's just one sign but we definitely got to speak about this on on a different on a different podcast episode
1: yeah it's a great topic i actually just started thinking of a whole bunch of things that i would do but i'm excited to tell at a different point
0: Awesome guys, thank you guys, guys so much. We really appreciate you guys listening. Please follow me on uh, YouTube Conversation Guru, G U R U, and also Instagram Conversation Guru, G U R U. At least any last words?
1: Have a great night.
0: Thank you guys, and of course, till next time.